Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the book of Acts, second chapter, and we've looked at the first four verses. So let me read those again, and then we'll press on, okay? So here's verse one. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. So we uh, looked at this in the previous episode. Remember what happened. They were praying. We saw that in the first chapter. They were gathered together, and they were praying, and they were waiting. Why were they waiting? Jesus had told them before he departed to go to Jerusalem and to tarry there until you are endued with power from on high. That is what is occurring here. And they're receiving power from on high. They're filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues. They spoke with other languages. How do I know it's other language, other human languages? Because of what I'm about to read, okay? Now, does that mean that it might have been another language that's, can I say, not a human language? <clears throat> Which is really a poor way to state that. Well, perhaps. We'll see as we go through Acts, okay? So they were doing this as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Spirit gave them the words to say. So here's verse 5. We continue on. Now, there were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. Now, notice, these are Jews, and they were living in Jerusalem. Now, this was the Feast of Pentecost, and uh, there's seven feasts that the Lord gave uh, to Israel. And there's, let's see, four of them in the spring, three in the fall. And a good Jewish boy was required to go to the three of them. They were required to go to the Passover uh, and unleavened bread, which is in uh, first fruits, which are all sorted together, then go to Pentecost and then go to the fall feast, Feast of Tabernacles and Yom Kippur. And so um, these Jews over here, it says they were living in Jerusalem. They weren't necessarily visiting Jerusalem. I, mean, I heard it taught for years and years and years and years that they were the ones that were being spoken of here were those that were. Um, uh, just visiting. Well, they were. There were a lot of that were just visiting. We're going to see some of the places here. But notice what it says from the get-go. There were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. Verse 6. And when this sound occurred, what sound? Well, where have we seen the sound so far in this thing? Well, it's a couple of sounds. Suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the house. So was it the violent rushing wind, the sound of that, okay, that kind of sound? Did they hear that sound? Or did they hear the sound of everybody speaking in languages? I, I would give a very firm and unequivocal, yeah. <laughs> Could have been like it was, both, okay? But definitely the language, okay? So here's why, verse 6. And when this sound occurred, the crowd came together, and were bewildered because each one of them was hearing them speak in his own language. So these people, these Jewish people that were from all over the world that were living in Jerusalem, they hear this sound, <clears throat> likely the sound of them all speaking, okay? But it could have been the sound like a rushing wind. They were bewildered. They didn't understand. They're confused. How is it that we're hearing these people and we're hearing them <clears throat> in our own language. 
verse 7, they were amazed and astonished, saying, Why, are not these who are speaking Galileans? I mean, they're, they're astonished because of the ones that were speaking were from Galilee. So uh, just pick out your own personal preference, a place you never want to be from. <laughs> you know, it was a besmirching thing they were saying here, you know. Yeah, they what is this? They're, they're speaking in our language, but they're Galileans. I think it was even down to the point to where um, the accent was correct of the language. In other words, they didn't sound like Galileans. They sound like native speakers when they were speaking these languages. And, and the folks that were hearing them were absolutely bewildered and dumbfounded. Well, verse 8, they continue. They asked another question. And how is it that we each hear them in our own language to which we were born? How are we hearing them in our native language? Now, some people think that um, not only was there a, uh, an empowerment to speak the language, but there might have been an empowerment to hear the language, okay? Because each one, each one of them hear it. Could it be that they were speaking it? Well, maybe, but probably not, because the emphasis is on the speaking part of the language. <clears throat> and then they say the language to which we were born, and they give some examples. Verse 9, this is what the people are saying. Uh, the Parthians, the Medes, the Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, the districts of Libya, they got down to Africa now, around Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes. So the Jews were not only people who were born Jews that knew this language, but people who converted to Judaism. Then verse 11, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them in our own tongues speaking of the mighty deeds of God. So from the Gentiles, the Cretans and the Arabs, all the way to the Jewish people, they were hearing in their own language. But this is the emphasis. It's not so much that they were hearing. That's amazing. But what were they hearing? They were hearing the mighty deeds of God. They were speaking of the mighty deeds of God. So you think everybody's rejoicing. Everybody's just having a big party. Everybody's believing. Uh, nah. Verse 12. And they all continued in amazement and great perplexity, saying to one another, what does this mean? What does it mean when people who are gathered together that are predominantly Jewish, they were all Jewish probably, and they're speaking in the language of all these people from all over the world. And they're speaking of the mighty deeds of God. And so they're amazed. Okay. It says they're amazed. It says they're perplexed. It says they're bewildered. And then it says one more thing. We'll stop here today. Verse 13. But others were mocking and saying, oh, they're full of sweet wine. The others were mocking and saying, they're just drunk. They're just drunk. I saw you're here and they're just drunk right now. Let me tell you what, folks, you can expect this even today. You can expect when the Spirit of God starts moving upon people that others will mock. And they'll mock saying the same thing. They'll just mock and saying, hey, man, you're drunk. You're stoned. You're a fool. What do you, you don't believe all this religious stuff? You know? And then they'll actually come on. There's people. Uh, how can I say this? Okay. There's people who I trust, particularly one author that I'm thinking of right now. Uh, I don't know how many of his books I got. Dozens. And uh, he's a believer, powerful man of God, great teacher, etc. But he mocks certain outpourings of the Spirit. He mocks them. 
And he's gotten to the point in his old age, because he's older now, he's gotten to the point to where he's bitter about it. He's written the same book three times against certain uh, gifts of the Spirit, which he does not believe exist today. And he mocks them, and he accuses people in this same kind of way. And I think he's endeared bitterness into his life. Uh, I mean, he's, he's got to be real careful because some of the things he's saying, I'm sitting there, dude, really? Do you really believe that? I'm beginning to question some things about you right here. Don't be amazed that when the Spirit of God moves upon you, that others will mock and they'll accuse you of all sorts of things. Well, we'll stop right here for now. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for, for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.